Pick left, pick left, pick left. Ooh, out, I'm out, I'm out. Fast break, fast break, got you, got you, coming. Ooh, ooh. Episode 39, Day One Lightstone Friends, the podcast. We're back with another fun filled episode. As always, I'm here with the main man, the Muffin Man 3 2, Stevie Wonder. Good. Like we said, we appreciate all the new listeners and all our day one listeners. I know we had a nice little couple day break, but we're here and Muff is back from Disney World and all his weekend festivities. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. I'm back. We had a nice little break, man. A nice, nice little weekend, like I said, for sure. Big facts, yeah. We got a lot going on, a lot to discuss, a lot to cover, and you already know how we get down, man. If you don't follow us already, we would appreciate it if you do. Social media channels, Day, the number one lifestyle. Yup. My man, yep. Fabs, A-F-A-B-S-304. Follow me, the Muffin Man 32 Let's get it rocking, man. We back at it. Like you, you got said. the uh, the muffin, man. It's like the the high state on Monday Night Football when everyone says the Ohio State University. Yeah, because it's the only one. And if it's another one, they lying to you. But nah, muff. Straight it's up, good. it's good. It's good hearing from you. Like I said, I see the nice the nice shape up from you right now. The goatee's looking sharp, man. Yeah, they're gonna see this fade too when we drop this. I tell you what, we need to get they you on the see video. That. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that very very soon. But no, nah, like I said, wink. we got we got a we got a lot of we got a lot of good stuff in this episode because you know we, we had a, a a pretty good amount of things happening recently. Uh, you know, with, with music, there was the Grammys not too long ago. The NBA All Star Game just happened. We we got to talk about that. We got to watch that. The AAF league started out. The new football league. Just a little bit of everything that mm-hmm. you know. Besides the all the good stuff we do talk about, we got a lot of stuff to catch up on. So we're here back back and better than ever. Yeah, big fat. Yeah, the AAF is uh, it's pretty cool actually. Um, they got a, a team down here, the um, Orlando Apollos. So they actually had a really good turnout for it. They were at the uh, the, the college stadium. And, it was actually pretty packed from what I heard. I didn't get to go to it because I was just working, but yeah, it's, it's something cool, man. I didn't know they called Disney World work now, but we'll go with that. <laughs> give us a little yeah, recap before working, we man. before we do jump into all this. Give us a little recap on the Disney World trip, man. Was that the first time you've been to Disney or, or what? Uh, it might as well have been the last time. Actually, no. So I went when I was like seven years old. My mom uh, came and got me up my, I think, I think I'm in first grade, like first grade class, and I'm flexing like, yeah, I'm going to Disney. And then the last time, I want to say it was like maybe ninth or tenth grade in high school, because my uh, my little sister she was like what six or seven at that that time, so she had never gone. My mom wanted to take her, so we went. But then I'm like, man, if I'm down here. I might as well just go for a little bit. So I really just went for like really a day and a half. Just went to the water park. Um, you know, had to get some adrenaline going, but it was fun, man. Nice relaxation after you know a long work week. So I figured I might as well go ahead and. Enjoy some weather. It was, was like it? 85, too. Yeah, talk to me real quick, because I haven't been down there since I was like five. What was the scene like? Was there a lot of parents? Like, was there people our age just having fun? Or was it more like family-oriented? 
honestly, it really wasn't even too packed. So, like, the rides and everything I was getting on was, like, two and three times in a row because nobody was really there. It was more so locals, but it was mainly, like, like I would say mostly older folks and then, like, probably late 40s and then, like, super, super young kids. It wasn't really anybody, like, middle middle ground. Nah, so, no, so no one was getting lit out there. Nah, no, nobody was getting lit. Oh, man. Well, at least not where I was at. It probably was somewhere. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Bro, I went to David Buster for the first time since I was probably like 10, 12 years old. I, yeah. David Buster was just lit. They had no chance on me. I was busting everyone in the hoop shoots. No one had a chance against me, man. I swear. I, I hated That's to do it. That's just because I wasn't there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You're, you're better than me at the hoop shoot. Uh, but it was, it was unbelievable, man. These young kids, they thought they were going to beat me. No. How to te- how to t- tear up everybody. So and what what other games? I I haven't been to Dave and Buster's in a while either. I know they got the basketball games, like the little, like big oversized Chuck E. Cheese games. Like what else they have there? I mean, no no disrespect to any of the Dave and Buster's people, but yeah, a lot of the game it was fun time. But a lot of the games, of course, are you know down or whatever. But like Super Mario was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hoop shoot. I tell you something about Dave and Buster's, though, Muff. Smart move by and my boy Clay pointed this out to me. So. You, you do all the games, right, whatever you spend, and then you get the tokens at the end. You go in there and say, you know, I played for like an hour. We, we, we played for an hour. Cole's there, everyone, you know. Uh, and then what do you do? You get 200 tokens back or whatever, 200 tickets. You know what that's getting you? You, get a, you can get like a fun dip or something. Or you could get a Dave & Buster's. See what I'm saying? So they make the Dave & Buster's stuff, the merch, cheaper. Cause it's like, oh, I'm gonna get that Dave and Buster's merch, and then you know what I'm saying. So they make that cheaper than what everything else. Smart move by Dave and Buster's, for real. Facts, I guess. But if you if you're going there at least like once a week or something, over time, you know, you can build it up and get one of those big tours. But you're gonna end up spending that Bro, money you might as well just ten sp- times oh, over. Exactly. You can, <laughs> you're gonna end up spending it ten times over. But it's about like the thrill, I guess, getting to it. No, it is. It was fun. Like I said, I go every once every eight years or whatever, and it, it was a good time. So. But, um, so they'll see you again in what, 32, 33? Nah, I'm gonna go back soon because I got I gotta bust more people in the hoop shoot. But but no, nah, like I said, Muff, um, just wanted to get up, touch base a little bit with you on that before we do jump in because like I said, we do have a lot of stuff today. Something that, as I said, the Grammys were like almost a week and a half ago, whatever, and I didn't want to focus just on the Grammys, but as music as a whole, I know we've kind of dipped into this subject a couple times, but we haven't really gone into it fully and i was like you know what muff we got to talk about this a little bit between the current sports and music landscape i'm seeing something in my opinion that is very comparable and i wanted to see if you saw that the same as me or you saw it a little bit differently essentially you know i I guess i'll start with music first me and you both are big hip-hop guys of course but i like all genres of music and i know that you like a good bit of genres of music too i like a lot of classic rock i like some some country i like a little bit of house i like a little bit of everything but but with that said i know a lot of people that don't like hip-hop want to say that it's all terrible because they hear what's on the radio or what's you know trending on twitter i guess essentially Mm -hmm. but again i do see that a lot of people actually believe that you know country's been having a, a lot of bad music lately on the radio and and rock hasn't really had that those standout people like i said like a led zeppelin or a, a Jimi hendrix or, or you know a lot of the people that are considered you know timeless music so um i guess my point is that we're seeing with music that everything is becoming more popish especially i guess the translate even though people don't think the radio is as important anymore i mm-hmm. i'm still seeing that that we're, we're kind of making less instrument music and more 
you know, I guess like even country songs, they got more snare drums now and stuff. It's not a live instrument. And I guess that's mm-hmm. kind of taken away. So I guess my point was that all genres of music have, th- there's still a lot of great music, but I, I look at it like all genres of music are having that, that same problem that a lot of the radio or orchestrated songs are becoming more popish and less that what made the genre what the genre is. Yeah, like I, don't, I feel like it's, it's just like more accessible for everybody. Like when you think about it, it makes the pool a lot bigger. So when you get noticed, it's you're, you're noticed for a reason, whether you're doing something super outlandish to troll people or you actually have really quality content. But I feel like uh, since it's so accessible now and you don't really have to have like real instruments to play. I don't, I don't even know, man. Like, I, I just feel like since it is more accessible, you're going to find more people just being able to do it at the drop of a dime, which can either create a lot of good things because before they didn't know how to do all this stuff or it's going to, like you said, make the, make the genre as a whole go down because you got so many people coming out with everything. That's that's actually a great point, Muff, that I wasn't even thinking about, uh, that you can literally, we could literally put up different noises right now pounding on our desks and we could put that up and it would get on spotify and apple and it'd be approved because we made it we didn't copyright anything we made that which is crazy because what you said is exactly right 100 percent dead on to me is that it could be a great thing now it gives access that everyone can record everyone can create that's what we're supposed to do create but at the end of the day that also makes the what we call now the microwave era that there's just so much mumbo jumbo out there and everything's getting clogged so as we've seen the people that really stand out is my true opinion is that they really stand out and i guess like i said i know the grammys was a while back but what drake actually said was actually pretty spot on if you if you're able to do sell out arenas you're able to sell out tours across the country that's just as good as winning a Grammy, and that's that's kind of what's separating you. If you can if you can tour out, and I'm not saying you can be you have to be great to tour, but at the end of the day, if you if you can pack out shows consistently, to me that's that's a good sign of that you're you're doing something right. You know what I mean? That's a fact. Like the the industry, I feel like the industry isn't really indicative on talent because you got a lot of artists who don't write their own music, and people who write in their music, you, and you'll never know who they are. And you got homeless people that can sing better than a lot of people in the industry so it's like really based off of the people wanting you to be a star that's true that's true i mean i i think that the marketing thing is way bigger marketing is like 70 percent, and music's only 30 so as we see a lot of people that we 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 think and i think that's why you know we when we used to watch the grammy and stuff it was like man it was fun to watch but because we wanted to see people that we we knew win awards and stuff but anymore like i said it doesn't really matter as much i mean Nas, a lot a lot of biggie i don't think biggie has a grammy a lot of a lot of bigger people don't have grammys but at the same time like we saw macklemore beat kendrick lamar on, on one of his best tapes you know what i mean so i don't think we should put too much stock into the grammys you know yeah yeah big facts it's uh it's watered down but but again like i said it's not just hip-hop i just i think that's my point that all genres of music are all having that little landslide where we're like whoa this ain't this ain't what it used to be and then it makes me think like all right are we being the get off my lawn guys where it's like we just like what we what we liked but again i'm just thinking about kids um let's say your sister for example what's your sister like 10 well how old is she now uh she's she'll Eight? be 12 next 12. month jeez oh my all right so anyways uh, but what but the music that she's grown up on I don't think that can I just don't think that compares to what what we have but then again like I said there's still people that are up and coming that are that are, are great music acts but mm-hmm. 
we just i just feel like with the way that with the people that we're seeing getting promoted right now it's like man like you gotta but you gotta find those hidden gems you know there, there's definitely yeah, the gems. i mean it's, it's different times for different rhymes like even coming up big draco when he was dropping you know soldiers all, all the soldier boy stuff like you know our, our parents and the stuff were like man listen throw this trash away but to us man we was getting it we was dance we was cranking and it's like the same thing it's just gonna keep going on we're not as in tune with it so it's like at the end of the day an opinion is just an opinion you like what you like yeah exactly you like what you like and like i said i think when it's all said and done the people and the the people that the people that are really doing it they're really doing it and their longevity will live on so i i I'm just saying that that microwave era, you can have your time. And again, they're making a lot of money, but how long will that last? And how long will their music actually live on? I'm sorry, I just don't see myself 15, 20 years from now saying, man, you remember uh, Little Pump, man, he was great. Or, yeah, I mean, not the NBA Young Boy yeah. or something doesn't have a couple <laughs> good songs, but to me at least, I, I don't think it we're going to look back yeah. and, and say that no about way. them. So. I mean, that's just my two cents, but let me clarify real quick how I'm going to tie that into our sports talk. Like I said, there's a lot of talk about the Alliance of American Football, the AAF. Um, I think it's kind of cool because it gives more football players who don't get a chance in the NFL to be able to play in that. There's also how they do like the regions of where the teams are and stuff like that. Like you said, there's one in Orlando, there's one in Birmingham. There's a couple different teams. I think there's San Diego, San Antonio. Now, something though, I did see a lot of people that again here's another one they don't like the nba so they were using that as saying the opening week ratings were way better than the nba games and all that and at the end of the day to me there was even i remember the duke virginia game was going on that day there was other stuff going on but i just again i what you just said like what you like i i get it it's it's form of a news for writers and stuff like that especially in the sports world it might have been a slow week slow weekend or sunday or whatever but to me i'm just like hey it's good that there's a football league but at the end of the day mm. the nba is dominating a lot of social engagement and the ratings will be there when it matters in june we we know the downfalls mm -hmm. of, of nba we know the downfalls of this league like this you know what i'm saying yeah i mean it's i feel like it's it's a good thing because number one, it's gonna it's gonna provide a lot more opportunity for not just the athletes, but you got to think you got journalism majors who are now having opportunity to get their foot in the door starting in this league. You got coaches who can get their foot in the door. You got grounds crews. You got um, stadium managers. You got all these people that it's gonna bring more revenue to any city that they go to. And I feel like the league itself is cool because it's like every every other league has like minor league systems. You got the you got the G League in basketball. You got, you know, the minor leagues and baseball, all those type of things. So it's like it was eventually going to happen anyway. No, it's know? true. It's kind of like that. It, it is like a, a minor league. And we do have the XXL coming up or whatever. That's that's supposed to be coming. I, I don't know how that will play. I don't know how long this will last. I hope it lasts. I mean, like I said, it gives it gives especially us guys and, and not just guys, everyone that likes football. So another another sport to watch if we want to watch. I know a lot of people, mm -hmm. they like to gamble. They're going to be gambling, all, you know, all kind of games and stuff. But I guess my point was I see a lot of things saying about the NBA. Um, you know, the Warriors are always there. We know it's gonna happen. Everyone's don't play defense, and the Warriors are gonna are gonna go to the finals of year. But my point to that, Muff, we've seen Alabama and Clemson almost the last five six years. We've seen the Patriots in the NFL in the Super Bowl the last basically ten years. I feel like the last decade. I mean, 
at the end of the day, we're seeing runs in all types of sports. And like I said, each sport has its down. I mean, we we could we could sit and talk about how bad college basketball play has been this year. I mean, if we're being honest, it's 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 not been that exciting. And this is, I mean, it's my favorite sport to watch. Uh, uh, with like, like I said, everyone knows bas- NBA's problems. I mean, yeah, people don't mm-hmm. turn it on as much until the end of the year. There's a lot of threes, but like I said, you could see the difference in NBA play. I mean, you you gotta be a you gotta be a star, man. Like I said, uh, you know, even our guy Javon, I think Javon is gonna have a nice, talented uh, career in the NBA because he works hard and he's gonna he's gonna go after it. But we're even seeing with him, you know, people leave him open a lot. He's going to have to develop that shot better. Like the guys that are in the NBA are, are the real deal. And, and that's, that's how it is with every sport. I mean, baseball has its problems with, you know, the slow of games. It's, it takes long. It's too many breaks, all that. So that's my thoughts on music and sports in general is just enjoy what you enjoy. And you know what I'm saying? Just live with that. Big facts, big facts. But it wouldn't be fun if it wasn't competitive. So I think that's the competitive nature in us that we like to compare who's better, what sports better, what's more fun, this and that. So I guess it makes sense. And all in all, it get, it gives us something to talk about, you know, and and uh, you know, kind of build some camaraderie, just talking trash. So and that's what we're doing right now, Muff. We're sitting on the day one lifestyle friends, the podcast, and we appreciate you guys listening. But Muff, now that that's over, like I said. Um, man, I don't even know where to talk, where to start with our WVU hoops teams. Like I said last week, when we had a nice little break, wow, a lot of stuff did happen. But you know what? Let's save that till the end in case we have some people that aren't that into WVU hoops. We can get on with that. Hoops. NBA All-Star Weekend just passed us. We had we had it was it was good. It was solid overall. I'd give it a nice B. Um Dennis Smith Jr., he dunked over Jake J. Cole in his old high school jersey, Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. And shout out to my, my old teacher, Clifton Smith, man. He took a he took a classic photo of J. Cole with um, when he was in high school, which is circulates all around the, the internet now. Diallo from from OKC. Uh, he won the dunk contest with the elbow dunk over Shaq. That was that was pretty and dope. You, and you know what's crazy? Him and him and uh, Zion, they were in a uh, a dunk contest back in high school and Zion won. So next year Diallo just said he wants a rematch with him. I didn't even see that. Yeah, they That's had a, they had a dunk contest, and they came. And matter of fact, one of the dunks that Diallo did this year, he did in the uh, the in high the, school the dunk high competition. School. Yeah, some of those high school ones, like the McDonald's, I can't wait to see our, our guy Big O playing that this year. I, I feel like the McDonald's All Star Game and and the high school dunk contests are sometimes funner than than a lot of the NBA ones recently. Yeah, like, and I, and I give a lot of credit. Like, even though the the dunk contest is a little saturated, like, but you got to give credit to these these young athletes now because. If you think about all the amount of dunks that have come before that, like you got to get really creative. It's hard to it's hard to come up with some of these things, you know. I'm telling you, man, it's like scary movies. Like I give props to anybody that can make a very good scary movie nowadays because I don't expect much with scary movies. It's, it's, how many times have we seen certain things? It's just how can you kill someone in a different way? Like basically, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it's Tripping your mind game or nothing. Yeah, like I just feel like. It's hard to make scary movies. I don't. I don't put too much stock into you know when I when I see one on a commercial. But if it's a good one, it's a good one, and that's how I feel about the dunk contest too. Like when they're good dunks, yeah, they're facts. good dunks. Facts. And then and then lastly, like I said, the actual All Star game that just happened, Dirk and D Wade, they made it a nice memorable last one. You know, the last rodeo this year for both of them retiring. Dirk was hitting some threes. That was fun to see. You know, everyone was turned up, going, going wild for that. Something I wanted to talk about. You know, to recap this whole NBA All-Star weekend and just in general is who was your favorite dunker 
you know, just ever. And then also, second question, who would you pick to shoot a three if you're coming down the court, you're the point guard, and you need someone to hit that three to win the game? Who you're taking? Um, Dunker, man. Honestly, just because of his height and his heart, I'm going with Nate Robinson. I like that pick, he, man. He, he used to go crazy. Like, he, he used to have all the props together. Like, I don't know. He had a lot of heart, and I really liked his game. Um, shooting a three is tough, but I'm going with one of my all-time favorite players, um, Gilbert Arenas, man, because he's a real shooter. <laughs> shout out shout out to, literally, to Agent Zero, man. Literally real shooter. <laughs> he got the clip, literally. Packing shout it out, off. Shout out to Agent Zero, though. No, I, that's who I would go with, man. He, he's super clutch, um, and I, I love his game, man. He, he was very dominant, and I... With some of the things that happened to him didn't happen, but yeah. at the end of the day, we get to see him at the big three now. So I like yeah, that. Big three is coming back. Okay, I like that. As a matter of fact, and, and I'm gonna go back too because a lot of people talk about the like the regular All Star game. I'd almost instead of instead of seeing like a four like five on five All Star game, I'd rather see like a three on three round robin tournament, and each of them go to like seven like a pickup game or something like that. Yeah. I like that idea, that, too. No, I think that would be something really exciting to watch. And you got, you know, half court. You got one one side playing out here, one side playing on the other court. The champions meet up, and then, I don't know, man. I think that would be way more uh, effective than just a real big regular game, you know? I like that, too. I like that. I think for my dunker favorite, I mean, it's hard to go against Vince Sanity, Vince Carter. He just had so many great dunks. Yeah, I think I got to go with Vince. Yeah, and then, he's a legend, man. Yeah. He walks so we can run. <laughs> well, he ran so we can try to run faster, more so. And then <laughs> I would take from my three, I mean, it's hard to not take Ray Allen, man. It's really hard not to take Ray Allen. And Ray was playing in the celebrity game. Ray was nice, bro. Like, I, some of the people, I couldn't even see who they were. I honestly didn't know. Uh, maybe I'm getting old, but like I said, there's just – I don't. I didn't think it was as celebrity action-packed as it was before, but – yeah, Ray Allen tore up. You could tell Ray still got it. Like, he could probably come back and, and you know, get his, his spot up three Facts. anytime. Facts, man. Like, he, he, I feel like he retired, but he still had a lot left in the tank, like you said. Like, that that clip, that shot, well, that's all muscle memory. You don't lose that. <laughs> that's inevitable. That's what I'm saying. Just let it fly. <laughs> you don't lose that. Jesus Shuttleworth, man. He got game. Ray Allen. Yeah, he could have been the Adam Vinatieri of basketball. NBA. It's in full swing now with the second half of the season. We'll definitely be more in-depth on the NBA talk. Like we said, we know it's it's it, they're now they're going to start trying a little harder, you know, so it's going to be more fun to watch going into the, the, the summertime with the playoffs and all that good stuff. Muff, let's get into your favorite segment of the week, the food recipe of the week. We're in Muffy's kitchen. Muff, what do you got for us this week? You know, food is essential to life, man, so I am actually going to keep it semi-simple but it's actually really not simple at all but it really is when you break it down so what you know in my previous one of our previous episodes i you know discussed my lasagna recipe and we're gonna switch it up just a little bit so just to backtrack a little bit you got all your stuff together but instead of putting you know some ground turkey or ground beef whatever you want to put into your your red sauce we're just going straight flat red sauce right and you're still layering it up you got the you got the little bit of sauce on the bottom noodles cheese ricotta mozzarella parmesan a little bit more sauce another noodle a little bit more cheese but here's where we throw that kicker in this is the ranch in there we're going to step completely away from this lasagna we're going to go to the other side of the kitchen right here because we got some chicken parmesan cutlets getting ready to 
get fried up, baby. Hey, we ain't never been and over here, have we? On this side of the kitchen. Nah, we ain't never been on this side. It looks good over here. So we, it's two sides. So it's two sides a day. This one, we got the chicken breast. We're pounding it out, you know what I mean? Making it a little bit flat. Dip it in the flour. Dip it in the egg. Dip it in some, um, you know, whatever breadcrumbs you want to use. I'm seasoning them joints up too. Then you throw it in the fryer, wherever you want to do, until it's cooked. And then throw that chicken palm right in the middle of your lasagna, G. Like, just listen, just listen to that. That just sounds crazy. Top that with a little bit of sauce, with some cheese. Put another layer of noodles, some sauce, and then cheese it up again. Throw some foil on it, put it in the oven for probably like, you know, 20, 30 minutes just to let it, you know, all melt. Get it all, um, you know, talking to each other. Hey, man, what y'all doing up in here? Hey, I see y'all up there getting melty. That's what the, that's what the chicken parmesan was telling me. Then you take it off. Turn the broiler on for like a minute, minute and a half. High heat. Get a nice little brown crust on that, that cheese, but not too much, man. Just enough to be like, wow, they really went the extra effort for this. Let it sit for probably, you know, three or four minutes. Just so whenever you try to cut your slices out, they don't completely fall apart. Play that with a nice little side salad, man. Whatever you want to do, man. And that's today's recipe. It sounds like someone just got paid, man. Because I heard a lot of different ingredients to get into that recipe. Man, I just need some gains. That's all I need. It's gym season, so I got to get my gains in. That was another recipe of the week in Muffy's Kitchen from the other side of the kitchen this week. That's a lot of recipes, man. It is, man. Hopefully You're I giving them a more. cookbook. We gotta get it. We gotta get that cookbook out. Once you get a couple more, I feel like you know. I, I can't Pretty remember fast. when we started it, but I feel like you got a nice 20, 25 recipes right now in, in the vault. So hopefully, I got like another thirty or something. Yeah, we'll get we'll get back into it as always next week, and and we gotta get back with the food bars. We'll keep them coming, but but Muff, I wanted to talk to you. You know, recently we had on our guy, Neek, he's out in L.A. The Los Angeles Times came out with an article on the official fast food French fry power rankings, all right? And, I, and you know, I, I think there's a couple on here that we're not going to discuss because we don't even know about. But I don't know. Maybe you actually know about them. But essentially, they say that Five Guys is on their top of the list. It has great taste and good texture. What's your thoughts on that? I used to really like Five Guys fries, but sometimes they don't be crispy enough. Like, if it ain't crispy, I don't even want to get to the potato on the inside. So you got, you really got to ask them for that. But what I would say is Wingstop's fries are almost the same as Five Guys, but they have some seasonings on there that you can't get at Five Guys. So I would say off that notion, I'm putting Wingstop's fries before Five Guys. Like, tell me this, though. How much do you put into the taste against the texture because that's the two things that they're they're really going on so they say that it's everything which one it's all of it combined like you can't have you know one without the other like the the, the texture is almost going to throw your, your flavor off if you don't have it right you know yeah so so they think that the five guys this is the number one because it's like the Wilt Chamberlain's 100 points or Cy Young's 749 complete games they think that it's so far ahead because, and I don't know who this writer is. I, I don't, I'll look it up. But basically they're saying it's a good balance between crispy fries and the, the odd one that's pleasingly soft and a natural cut spud and properly salted. I don't know. I agree with you. I don't, I, I really don't think that five guys is the best one. I have at least five fries ahead of them. At Let's least. name them. Definitely Popeye's and Checkers. Those are up there. Popeye's, Checkers, and Chick-fil-A are actually like, top three and they're interchangeable at any time of the week depending on my, my mood 
Then I'm putting wing stops above theirs. And then number five. Um, honestly, honestly, number five, I might put five guys back in there. Just because they're so similar to the wing stop, but they don't be crispy all the time. Now, what about Chick-fil-A and what about Arby's? Damn, I forgot about Arby's. Don't do before. Arby's yeah, like that. So That's the best thing. Nah, That's the only so thing you get Arby's They're number for. five. I did, I did forget all about. See, top, the top, what, four out of my five are all seasoned fries. You got to have them, man. Popeye's and Checkers, they're interchangeable, like I said. You got Chick-fil-A. You got Arby's curly fries. And then you got you got Wingstop's fries. Those are those are my top five. No particular order because I'd eat all of them if I could. And what about Steak and Shake? That could be underrated. I, I like Steak and Shake. The fries, I should say. I don't. They're not bad, but they're not my favorite. I wouldn't put them in my top five. Really, I wouldn't even put them in my probably top ten. Cool. Okay. I'd probably put. I definitely put Wendy's fries before those. Make. I mean, let's be real. As far as fast food, fast fast food. McDonald's fries are low key kind of pretty good. Yeah, if you if you dip them in the uh, the barbecue sauce, they're pretty good. Yeah, I got I gotta hit Neek back up because they do have Shake Shack on here and they have In and Out. They say In and Outs are maybe the worst on this list, and that's combining worst taste and worst texture. So I only went to In and Out one time, and I don't really remember how they were. Along with the best fries muff, we got a couple other food segments in this week's episode. Did you know that Burger King now has a funnel fry? It's basically like a funnel cake, but it's in the shape of a fry. I like that. I might have to try. I haven't been to Burger King you know, forever, but tea. yeah, I might try them too. I could. I couldn't tell you the last time I went to Burger King. <laughs> Matter of fact, I really I was gonna tell you I couldn't tell you the last time I went to McDonald's, but the other day I went and I I was lit, like it was literally nothing open. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I gotta go bite the bullet real quick. I got some of the McNuggets and fries, and it was decent, but the next day I felt uh, terrible. I did the same thing the other day, Muff. I, I try not to go to McDonald's, nothing against it, because it does hit when when you do go. But, yeah, you feel like crap the next day. But besides all that, the McDonald's up here, man, they are hilarious. It is entertainment. I try to stay out of them, but I have had to go for certain reasons, just like you said. And every time I've gone on, it's been nothing but some type of drama going on, and it's, it's hilarious, man. So shout out to the East Lib mcdonald's if you ever get a chance yeah. to go you can imagine man some of the stuff that goes on it's it's just pure just funniness in there but but yeah man we'll keep you updated on all the fries as muff says it's a very versatile uh thing the potato is yeah shout out to the spuds man shout out to all the taters out there man and don't let nobody talk down to y'all keep doing what you're doing man you don't you don't go and recognize now muff something that me and you you know we have a bad tendency of is saying we're gonna do something and we finally get there sooner or later, but it takes us a while. Something that I would love for us to actually make it to this year is a minor league team. You know, the minor league teams, as you said, as with the AAF, they got to do some stuff to try getting some people out because those players are all trying to do one thing, and that is to get to the major league. And it's hard to bring people out if they're not able to watch players that they enjoy playing and they're switching all the time. But, you know, the minor league games are still fun to do. Now, a minor league team is up in their promotion game. And this April, the Lansing Lugnuts out of Lansing, Michigan, right? They're having a purge night, essentially. So what this purge night is going to consist of is during one random inning, the purge siren will sound. And once you hear that siren, all concession stands will be free for that half inning. And and, and, and this is where it gets good. It's not just hot dogs. you got Greek nachos, cheesesteaks, hamburgers, hamburgers with peanut butter and bacon, delicious chicken and waffle cones, and much more. 
Damn. Yeah, that sounds fire. You would you would honestly want to get a seat closer to the concession stands because when that happens, you know they're going to go nuts. You got to get up there first. Now, now coming from actually working, uh, I remember one time I wanted to go to a West Virginia game where you're playing number one Kansas. I couldn't go because I thought I had a photo pass. I didn't. It was sold out. I'm like, I got to go. Get an email about working event staff, right? I mean, I'm making like 12 bucks. I'm just standing there acting like I'm doing something. I'm not. I'm just standing by the court watching the game the whole time, right? Terrible, I know. But I want you to think about that. What are these workers going to be thinking when you just see all these people start running? You know some young kids are going to be booking it as soon as they hear that sound. And if me and you are there, we're going to be booking it too. You're going to see our best 40-yard dash time. So my question is, what are these workers going to do, man? It's going to go crazy. What's going to go on in the stadium? Are we going to be there on April 18th? You really just got to let them go because I feel like the more you try to bottleneck all that traffic, you're just going to get yourself hurt or start to cause some some real static between some people. So they just can be like, man, just let them go. It's only going to be a half inning anyway. And yeah, man, I, I just let we them gotta, go. We got to. Because you already know it's going to go to that, man. Yeah, facts. Like it's it's going to be pure craziness in there. We got we to gotta, we gotta IG live it. We got to videotape the whole thing. I mean, that's just, uh, to me, you got to shout out the marketing team for that because it's definitely going to get the people going. And like I said, just hearing the purge siren go off, when's it going to happen? Let's take it. Let's take a guess right now. I'm going to go fifth inning. It's going to be, no, I'll take that back. Seventh inning. It's going to be right when they're singing, take me out to the ball game. Then it's going to happen and everyone's going to go wild. That's what's going to happen. I'm I'm thinking they're going to start early, like the third inning because, they don't want it to be too close to the end because people might not be there and might not be there to enjoy the game. Plus, if you get to the seventh inning stretch, a lot of people are already probably going to be thinking that, like, all right, seventh inning, let me go. I feel like they're going to start it early, get it over with, and everybody can just kind of relax after that. Okay. We're going to come back to it. Cause especially, and, and especially thinking about it like this, if it's all happening at the end of the game and the players are trying to focus and they got all this stuff going around them, it might not be good. Yep, that's true. We'll see. Hopefully, we're there and we can cover it for you guys. Last thing in the food section, your girl Ariana Grande. She wants to know on Twitter, what kind of soup would you be if you were, in fact, a soup? She says her and her friends were talking about this at dinner, and they all kind of knew what they were going to be. What would Muff be if he was a soup? Man, if you know, man, I'm probably going to be loaded baked potato soup. A hundred percent, dog. Like. Definitely, 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 definitely loaded baked potatoes. Nah, I could see you like a little butter squash, maybe something random. <laughs> Boy, you look like a butter squash. Or a ramen, a nice, <laughs> a nice spicy ramen, maybe. Yeah, no, I could, I could be a spicy ramen because I like ramen. I think I would definitely be yeah, like, like a tomato soup just because I got red hair, you know. Mm-hmm. I can see the ant. No, nah, you gotta have the grilled cheese on the side yeah, too. Yeah, get the cheese too. I can see that. Yeah, that's that's probably. No, nah, you would be. be you would be a. Uh, Ch- chunky, chunky noodle soup, man. Donna the McNabb. You call me Chunky? <laughs> nah, I'm just watch, watch your mouth, watch your mouth. But Muff, that's all for the food segment this week. As always, we'll be back with that. Besides that, we're about 40 minutes in. I know we haven't got to talk about our beloved Mountaineer basketball. If you are a fan, I know you're gonna keep listening. If you aren't, bear with us. It's not much to talk about. Not a lot of positive. That is. As you know, by now, we had two players dismissed. Our lone senior, Iza Maud, and junior, Wes Harris, both starters, both averaging over 30 minutes a game. Um, this season just keeps getting funkier and funkier. And as we know, Muff, it hasn't got any better. 
We played Kansas this past weekend and got blown out. I mean, literally had, I think, like 15 points in the first half, 43 to 15. I didn't even get to see the first half. I end up watching the second half. You would say, why would you turn on and watch it? It's because I want to see what our guys give, and I want to read what I can read off their personality, off of their demeanor, and I want to see if, you know, we have any hope for these upcoming games and upcoming, you know, future, I guess you would say. So I want to see what we're going to get. Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it definitely sucks, but at the end of the day, you know, like, when you're going through these programs, you know what you got to do, you know what you can't do. So ultimately, you know, that's that's kind of, if I'm one of the teammates, I'm like, man, like, we're, we're counting on y'all. Y'all supposed to be our leaders. It kind of sucks to, to see y'all do this because y'all kind of let us down. But at the end of the day, man, it is what it is, you know? Can't go back yeah, on it. Yeah, but, but let's get back on it real quick because I, I did jump around right there. Going back to the, the, the dismissal of Iza and Wesley, of course, me and you, we don't want to see anybody get dismissed, get suspended, get taken off the team. And, of course, we're going to root for them to do good in life beyond basketball and, you know, just everything in life in general. We don't wish nothing bad against anybody. But I will say, moving forward, I don't think this is the worst that could ever happen. As we saw, we haven't had leadership step up. And with Iza being gone next year and Wes, we don't know what was going on. He's had a couple problems going on this season with different things. I just feel like right now that's going to give their minutes. As I said, I was looking forward to that Kansas game because I wanted to see who took their minutes and who played hard. As I said, the turnout wasn't anything what we wanted to see. We are recording this right now. Um, before we play Kansas State. We're recording this on a Monday night. So, you know, it's hard to say what will happen and what's happening right now by the time you guys hear this with the Kansas State game. I can only hope that we're getting better and the young guys are playing better. Uh, as always, Muff, we said Derek Culver looks great. Emmett Matthews is coming along a little bit. I got to see what happens with this whole Sags ordeal and uh, along with Beetle Bowen. You know what I mean? If, if Sags can come back next year, I like I like what we have. I don't know. I just think that whole situation needs to be figured out too, because that's been lingering this whole year. Yeah, it definitely sucks, especially you know when you when you know you can come in and contribute and be a, a really big help to what's going on right now. And to be out for injury is like the worst because there's literally nothing you can do. It's not like you're ineligible. It's not like you're just playing bad. You literally cannot play. So hopefully he, he gets that taken care of and. I don't know. We'd love to see him back, man, because he was dominant. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the biggest thing. Of course, the fans want to see him back. And if he's injured, he's injured. You know, our, our guys over the RVK, I know they talked about it a little bit. And I like their point that uh, that he made, that Brandon made, was that if he's hurt, he's hurt. And no one should should judge him for that. But the, I guess the, the problem is that air in the middle that's just kind of lingering out there that, you know, he saw three doctors and all three of them said he's fine. He, he I guess, his brother thinks he's hurt. Is he going to go to the, NF the NBA draft? Is he going to stay? There's just a lot of questions that we don't know, and we need. We, of course, as fans, we want to. We would like to see him answered, you know, because is he going to play or is he not going to play? If and next year is he coming back or is he not? I don't see this helping his draft stock any. I mean, I, I wish him. I wish him success regardless of what he does. You know what I'm saying? He contributed great years for us. It's just you don't want to see him go out like this and this whole thing with you know whether Huggins is disappointed or or he. He's disappointed he don't want to come back i don't know there's a lot of questions unattended that we just as fans want to know <laughs> we're being nibby right i mean yeah yeah facts i mean i don't know like if you're if you sometimes after injuries like you can kind of have like that like be like gunshot at you i guess that's the saying where it's like you know you you think you're good but 
you and your mind are like, man, what if I go out there and do this again? Now, you know, everything can be done for me. So at the end of the day, he knows what he's got to do. And, you know, the coaches probably know what has to be done. They know more than we do. We don't know all the, the small details that's going on behind the scene. But, man, it just it just sucks, you know, because to, to have that, that man in the middle who doesn't necessarily have to block every shot, but you know that if you're coming through that paint, you're going to have to alter your right. shot. That's a big difference. That's a big, big difference. And part of me just wants to see him and, and, and Culver play together. And, like I said, Big O. I mean, three bigs would be wild, but still, it would be fun to watch and it would be entertaining. Mm-hmm. That would give us a way more exciting uh, thing to, to look forward to. So, I mean, he has a chance, I mean, so they say, to do the medical red shirt, and he would still have two more years left to go. Now, again, I get it. If, mm-hmm. if the NBA is telling him he's ready and he can be a first-round pick, more power to him. Go make your money go do your thing but again like i said i just don't know because there's so many good players like we said there's only two rounds of nba draft so you, there's 60 players taken that's it and at the end of the day are they going to be looking at someone that is and has problems now with his knees and other things you know what i'm saying so to me i would love to see him come back at least one year this next year and and, and really ball out and then get his draft stock higher again and leave on a good note and of course we would love to see him back because it, it's, it's going to help the team for sure so as we said Thanks. i mean it's hard to talk about wb hoops right now of course we want what's best as i said i know i tweeted from our page it's basically let, let's try to see what these young guys can do together see if they can build some some chemistry some camaraderie together and and really take that to the next year I mean, don't be wrong. We could win the tournament, the Big 12 tournament, and get the, the automatic big. That that would be amazing. But, you know, the latter is probably going to happen. But, I mean, if we could at least spend these next nine games in conference play and, and make them competitive, I mean, that could be good for us. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people online mm-hmm. are talking about who's going to be leaving. A lot of people think a lot of people is going to be leaving. I don't, see, I don't think that. You know, I think I, I've heard Hugs say that the problem wasn't the younger guys, the younger guys are playing hard. I don't think they're doing all the right things, but they're playing hard. And also, you know, I think like like my guy Chase, um, you know, some of the juniors, uh, Beetle. I think, but like they those guys want to lead, but it's hard. Uh, you know, Beetle's been out, and and also I think formerly our leadership usually comes from the best player on the team, and that's been Javon. That's been. Uh, Jawan, it, it's been it's usually been from the best player on the team. Now I don't think it has to come from them. I think it can be a, a, a form of multiple players, but I do think that it's it's big that we get Sags back and we get Beetle back and we can see where we where we can lead because we haven't had that leader. I know at the beginning of the season we talked about our leadership could come from a, a plethora of guys. You know I thought it was just going to be a couple upperclassmen, whether it was Sags, Isa, Beetle all those guys put together and it just hasn't happened for for different reasons so like i said i'm not ready to go crazy and 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 you know what a lot of people are doing one hugs to be fired on that 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 stop with all that but yeah that's ridiculous. yeah i mean we, we this is a bad year we saw our freshman year it was a bad year when a lot of people did transfer out and for the last four years we, we've been playing great so I just pause, hit the brakes on on that talk, but as we said, let's see what happens this week with some games. We'll give you a little bit more diagram of what we're seeing in the younger players, what we're seeing good, what we're seeing bad, and what we could see going into next year as far as who we could see playing on the roster and who we could see gone. But I don't see too many people leaving. I think you know some of the problems that we had on a the team they've been kind of uh, accounted for now. I'm not saying that 
you know, it was all East, it was all, it was all West or that, but I'm just saying, you know, there's just some things lingering around that you'd hear and, you know, I, I could see a more positive outlook, I guess, on the, on the season, if that's possible moving forward, Mo. Yeah, facts, big facts, man. We'll, we'll get it together as we always do. You know, it's, it's not always going to go your way, but when you're up, they love you. When you're, when you're down, they don't. Yep. So it's just something we got to figure out and I know I know we'll get it together. We got a great coaches, a great program and uh, really a lot of time, not necessarily this year, but we got a lot of time to, to get it turned yes, around. Yes, sir, Muff. And Muff, like we said, we're going to have a couple new guests on these next couple weeks. We're looking forward to that. We've been working hard to get the right times down and try to get them on earlier in the week and uh, so we can get that up to you guys. So be on the lookout for that. Is there anything else? podcast 39 we'll keep it clean we'll keep it simple this week because like i said we do have a bunch of fun stuff in these upcoming weeks before we get into march madness we got some food guests on we have uh just a a plethora of guests because we want to switch it up before we get into straight hoop talks because we're going to get hard in march as always with the hoop talks so anything that you want to discuss muff before we get off on episode 39 man we got it all out on this tape man and if you Again, man, if y'all want to go ahead and subscribe, do that, man. If you want to follow us, do that. TheMuffinMan32, Fabs, F-A-B-S-304, Day, the number one lifestyle. Like us, rate us, tell your friend, tell your mom, tell your aunt, tell your third grade teacher, tell anybody. Listen to it with your pet, man. We all, we appreciate all of it. (laughs) Could. Day one lifestyle friends the podcast. Thank you for listening. I tried this one chilling that set my mouth on fire and I had to drink a two liter of Mountain Dew. 